0: If I ever expect to preach the whole gospel as it is in the Bible, then I must tell the truth in regards to this great ordinance of baptism. And the question is, who may and who may not descend into the baptismal waters? There are some who may not, some who may. Which is which? You see, God has put a fence around this water, and that fence is given in our text here. Here's the fence that's around the around the baptismal pool, as we read in verse thirty-seven. The eunuch asks in thirty-six, "What doth hinder me to be baptized?" And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. You see the fence? If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. Now, this is true not only of the doctrine of baptism, but it's true of all the doctrines of the Bible. People have asked me, well, do you think I'm one of the elect? All I can say to a question like that is this, you're one of the elect if you believe with all of your heart. You see, this is the answer to it all. And people say, do you think God has effectually called me? And all I can answer to that is, if you believe with all your heart, he has called you. Am I redeemed by the blood of Christ? Well, if you believe with all your heart, you are redeemed. By the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you see how God has fenced all of this in. If you believe with all of your heart, there the fence is. The Lord's table is not to be approached by those who do not believe in him with all their heart. And the only barrier to baptism and the Lord's table is this. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart. And then you're welcome to be baptized and come to the table of the Lord if you believe in him with all of your heart. I invite all who have believed in Christ to the water and to the table. As God's spokesman, I give you an invitation. If you have believed in the Lord Jesus with all of your heart, come to the water, come to the table. But I also at the same time, I have the duty of solemnly warning All those who come and partake of baptism are the Lord's table And you come without faith in Christ You're not pleasing God, you're only adding condemnation If you're baptized or come to the Lord's table You're adding to your condemnation You see And this sacred ordinance is not left open to all the world. And I would say that especially it's not left open to an unconscious infant of all people. Of course, we know that. The whole gospel of Christ is addressed to intelligent individuals. By that, I don't mean in smart uh, that are smart, and but I, when I say intelligent, I mean those who can think, those who can hear and understand and think. All the gospel is addressed to people like that. The gospel appeals to men's understanding and goes from the understanding down into the heart. But if the mental powers are not capable of understanding, what good will it do anybody? If we would baptize babies, then let's also bring babies to the Lord's table. And while we take the elements, let's force a little bit in their mouths. I've never heard of anybody doing that. But it's, it, uh, one's just as absurd as the other. It is absurd to sprinkle water on a baby. That's absurdity. We know that. Now, I intend this morning to teach this text briefly, and I want to do it with affection. I don't want to do it with a hard heart and be argumentative about anything. And I want to speak mainly to our dear friends who are about to be baptized so that they might understand some things. All of us will profit by what I'll have to say, but they the most, I believe. Now look at this text almost word by word. Verse 37. Remember now, the eunuch said, what, can I be baptized? Here's water, baptize me. Can I be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart thou mayest. Now, the first word to take note of is this. Thou if thou and the question is this have you believed in Christ for yourself it's useless to think that you can be saved because of someone else's faith unless you yourself Yourself believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You will be cast down to eternal punishment. Thou. You. Bill cannot believe for Maggie. And she cannot believe for him. If thou. 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 For yourself. For yourself. For everyone here. For yourself. If you have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou mayest. And neither can either one of these dear friends believe for their children. Just can't do that. Even if Abraham. Were your father and Sarah your mother, you could not be saved without personal faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter who your mother and father is, are, you young people hear that, I guess, don't you? Don't ever depend on your father and your mother and their faith to have peace with God. It's you. Every one of you young people, unless you come to a place in your lifetime on this earth, when you personally believe on the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, then you must at the last be condemned. Do you understand that? I'm telling you the truth. You go to church, you come up here with your mother and father And you look at them and and you appreciate them and you love them. But don't try to get into heaven on the faith of your mother and father. It's between you and God. There's nobody involved in this but you and God. That's all. Just you and God. Thou. You must believe. There is no such thing as a Christian family unless every member of that family has believed with all their heart. There is no such thing as a Christian nation Unless the individuals who make up that nation are all believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Men are prone to call the land in which you and I live a Christian nation. Well, that's not true. Men are prone to talk of religion in the mass, you know, in the mass of people. But you will enter heaven one by one if you go there at all. Look at Romans chapter 14. Romans 14 and verse 12. I only have one or two scriptures to look at this morning. This is one. Romans fourteen twelve. So then. Every one of us shall give account of who? Himself to God or herself. Every one, every one himself. You won't give account for your children. Your children won't give account for you. Your grandmother won't account for anything you've done or not done. It'll be you and God in the final day. It'll be Bill and God and Maggie and God and Destin and God and Jack and God. And there we will be. And God will say, if thou hast believed with all thine heart, you, you see how that pins everything down. Everyone himself no other heart can take the place of your own hearts godly sorrow for sin No lips, but your own can speak the prayer God be merciful to me the sinner You must feel your own need of a savior or else you will be shut out Just as surely As if you had been born in a hut in darkest Africa and never heard the name of Christ. The Holy Spirit must bring you to trust in the Savior. Do you really believe for yourself personally? Suppose that eunuch had said, well, I don't. I don't believe in Jesus Christ myself, but I have a lot of Kim's folk that do. And Philip would have said that won't help you. Only if you believe with all your heart, may you be baptized. You cannot be baptized if you personally do not believe with all your heart. It's forbidden for you to be baptized unless that's true. Do you believe on the Son of God? You. Do I, do you believe on the Son of God? Then thou mayest. Now that's the first word. The second word is believest. Thou believest. Do you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? Believe. Do you believe? Well, I try to serve him as best I can. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And if your service is the result of faith in Christ, I bless God for it. But if your service is not based on faith, it is worthless no matter what you do or don't do. If thou believest, I fear for most church people because I, I just feel that most are in that case. All the service of an unbeliever is what? What is it? All you do is what? Whitewash sin, that's all it is. You put a little coat of whitewash on sin, made it look good. Well, some say I believe in all the great doctrines of grace. I believe from election all the way down to final perseverance. That's not what I want to hear this morning. I don't care what you believe about doctrine. Saving faith is not doctrine. To believe is to trust, and no man or woman is brought to believe and trust in Christ alone. Not on what you do or what you say or what you don't do or what you don't say, but no person is brought to believe in Christ alone until he casts his helpless soul upon what Christ has done and what Christ is doing and what Christ shall do. A true believer says, nothing in my hands I bring, simply to thy cross I cling. Naked come to thee for dress, Helpless look to thee for grace. Foul I to the fountain fly. Wash me, Savior, or I die. Now that's a believer there. I'm nothing. I know nothing. I can do nothing. And if you can truly make that declaration, however feeble your faith may be, I say to you, thou mayest be baptized. You may. In your baptism, what's your aim in your baptism? Why would these two do this? Why did you do that at the time you did? What should be your aim in baptism? Why, it's to please God, isn't it? Hebrews 11.6 says without faith it is what? Impossible to please him. If thou believest without faith it's impossible. Now how on earth can that which is not pleasing to God be counted as one of his ordinances? It cannot. It is not pleasing to God for an unbeliever to get in the baptismal pool. It is displeasing to God. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest observe baptism and it will please God. But when a dry sinner gets in the baptismal pool and comes out a wet sinner without his sins washed away in the blood of Christ, then it displeases God very much. And if you can say, if either one of you can say, nothing other than Christ is my hope of salvation, then you come and be baptized. And I say, welcome to the baptistry. Boy, that narrows it down, doesn't it? If thou believest thou believest. Some years ago, a woman came to church here. She had some children after a while, after they had been here a few times. She came and said to me, I'd like for you to baptize my youngest son. All right, I did the very obvious. I said, well, why do you want me to baptize your youngest son? And she answered me. She said, well, he's the only one in our family who has not been baptized. And I asked her this question. I said, do you think baptism will make him a Christian? And she said, why, yes. And I explained to her, I did it in a kind way. I'm not a smart aleck with people, but I try to be honest with people. I explained that baptism can have absolutely no effect in helping the boy on the road to heaven. And she was utterly amazed. And I told her very kindly that I would not get into the water with anyone who did not testify to having a saving relationship toward the Lord Jesus Christ and having believed on the Lord Jesus with all their heart. I just won't do it. I hope she at least went away thinking but I know she went away because I haven't seen her again and then another dear lady came and she had a teenage daughter and after a while as the other woman did they came in the office the daughter and the lady and sat down what can I do for you I want you to baptize My daughter so there, sat the teenage girl, fully grown. And I looked at the girl, and I asked her why she wanted to be baptized. And she said, I just do. Well, and I explained to them, what's this all about? What is baptism all about? People have the wrong idea about this. And they went away and I haven't seen them again. It costs to tell the truth. Did you know that? It costs to tell the truth, but I will not be a part in something which displeases God very highly, no matter who comes to church here, who does not come. If you believe in Christ with all your heart and you want to be baptized and you tell me that, I'll be happy to do that. But don't come and just say, well, I'd like to be baptized. Why? Well, don't know, I just would. No, you've got to know something. You don't have to be a theologian You don't have to know much, but you have to know Christ died for sinners and you're a sinner and you want him to save you. That's what you have to know. If thou believest that with all thine heart, thou mayest get in here and I'll be glad to be a part of it. It costs be true to the word of God, but we're going to be true, aren't we? Let's tell the truth, do it in a kind, gracious way, but tell the truth. Do not think for a moment that there's any salvation in the water of the baptistry. There may be someone here who has just a little inkling of that idea in your mind, put it away. Our dear neighbor over here that died a few years ago, Mr. Casey, got sick and went to the hospital I went to see him, he was desperately ill with cancer. And the next time I saw him, his, his son told me that there was a group of people who had come down there and convinced him that if he didn't let them baptize him, he was going to hell. That scared him so badly that he agreed And they took that dying man in a room, in a bathtub, and dunked him under and told him that now he would go to heaven. There's going to be somebody who's going to have to pay for that. See, we had tried to tell him of Christ and his blood, but now they come along with a water solution, and he's scared to death not to get in the water. People have the awfulest, awfulest ideas about... Listen, if you were baptized in the River Jordan itself, what good would it do? And I've read of some people who have paid a lot of money to travel over to that country and be baptized in the River Jordan. Why do they do that? Well, they think there's some magical element in that muddy water. That actually has taken place I was baptized in the river Jordan Ignorance Ignorance And largely because preachers won't tell people the truth Ignorance Though the water flowed down from the garden of Eden and came right out of that that fresh, wonderful garden itself, it would not wash away the stain of sin. Nothing but the atoning blood of the slain lamb of God can cleanse from the awful defilement of this thing called sin. Here's a newspaper article that I cut out yesterday. These people are afraid to be baptized in the river anymore because of pollution in the river. And this lady said, you just feel like you're more closer to God in the creek than you would inside a church. she said the other place just like being in a bathtub do you know why they believe that why some people won't be baptized in a baptistry do you know what the teaching is let me tell you the water has to be moving because they have the idea that if the water is not moving it won't wash their sins away from them but the sins will stay right there that's the reason Well, you would be utterly amazed there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains the flood of the blood of God himself in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ is the only thing that'll wash your sins away. So when someone believes, thou, if thou believest, so when somebody believes, let him be baptized. But if you don't believe, don't get in the water don't meddle with this ordinance in your present condition. Believe if thou believest. All right, now the third and final point is this. What did he say? What kind of faith saves? If thou believest with all thine. Heart. Oh, how critical that is If that would be preached on more There'd be fewer people being baptized With all thine heart There's a great deal of difference Between faith and faith And I say that because one kind is the faith of the head. And the other is the faith of the heart. Some people have all their faith in their head. Did you know the devil himself has the faith of the head? The scripture does say the devil believes and trembles he is thoroughly sound and he knows a great deal more about God's word than you and I do. Yet he hates that which he knows in his head and so do religious Unbelievers they hate that Which they know up here They don't know it down here and so Therefore they hate it The devil believes In election but he hates it Why because he's not one of the elect Satan knows blood redemption and he says, I know Christ has redeemed his people by his blood, but I'm not one of them and I hate the cross because it takes those away from me that I've held captive. He knows blood redemption. And every Baptist knows something about blood redemption up here, but not down here where it counts where it revolutionizes all your thinking and you're not the same person and you think differently about everything. Faith in Christ is never true unless that truth is not only believed but loved. I want to ask some questions here and I'll address them to Bill and Maggie and to the rest of us. Do you believe the truth with your hearts? With your hearts. All of you believe the truth with your heart? Are you not only convinced of it but is the truth your joy and delight? Do you know that you're a sinner and do you mourn over that sad fact? Do you know Christ as your Savior? Have you received Him into your innermost being as a possession of vital importance to you? Do you love His presence? And rejoice that he's ever with you. Do you? Do you know that the blood of the Lord Jesus blots out sin? Do you believe in your heart that his blood has done away with your sin? Your sin. Your sin. If thou. You. Your sin as he washed away your sin. Do you believe that the Holy Spirit will sanctify you to serve Christ? And if not, if your answer is not in the affirmative to all those questions, whatever your faith, you may think you have, it does not entitle you to Christian baptism, much less to heaven if your head is full of facts but your heart is empty of faith in Christ don't intrude into the baptismal waters, don't ever do that with all thine heart I'm afraid that many have been baptized in water that have not believed with a whole heart and therefore what happens now listen, what happens after a while they prove that they love the world and largely they go back to it. They may hang on, whatever do this. They may hang on just by just by one finger. They've got to have a hand and a finger in this thing. But their hearts are gone out yonder and their presence largely is out there where their hearts, Where, where a man's heart is, that's where his treasure will be. Or where his treasure is, that's where his heart will be. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't do that. I know a lot of people that do that. They go back to the world There may be some here today Perhaps maybe you're here only paying a courtesy visit To the Lord Jesus Christ this morning To be sure you go to heaven when you die That's no good That won't get it done If you were baptized back yonder You went in a Dry center and came out of wet center. If you don't love the Lord Jesus and love His church and love His gospel and you stay with it. And I'm telling you, if you love the world more than you love His church and His gospel, you might as well just go on and get with it whole hog. Because it's going to be the same result. Don't waste your time. I'm saying to Bill and Maggie Somewhere down the line You suddenly begin to say Well we're uh, We're doing too much We'll just slack off And you slack off And slack off Until you back out in the world I'm telling you You're just a wet sinner That's all I'm, I'm speaking truthfully Oh I'm trying to tell the truth There's no heart in it No heart No heart Oh God, there's no heart in it. And I'd ask Bill and Maggie Ward, can you give up all? All? Do you give up life and body and soul and health and wealth and talent and everything you have? That's all your heart. And don't be a some I know. Don't rely on that baptism of a long time ago. If you go down the road for a while and, and you fall away, don't look back on this day and say, well, we were baptized. Throw that away. That's no good. Throw it away. If you fall away from Christ and don't serve him and the world grabs you and runs with you, don't don't go back to this day and hold on to it. I beg of you. I know so many that have done that. And if I do that, I didn't believe with all my heart. Even now, 65 years old, preaching 30 years if tomorrow I depart and I say well I preached 30 years and I was baptized and I began to count on that that's that's not it that's not it if you don't stay with it forget it because it's not real it's not with all your heart Now if thou hast believed with all thine heart Do you know what? Christ's church will be your joy on this earth This assembly His worship will be supreme His word preached will be your absolute delight Some of you now Are you bored right now? I've laid it out to you like it is. Does this bore you? <laughs> then you have not believe with all your heart. Fellowship with God's people, if you believe with all your heart, fellowship with his people will be a heartfelt happiness. And don't be deceived about this. If the time ever comes when you begin to think I'm safe because I've been baptized, then what you're going to do is follow the great multitude of wet sinners down to hell. That's all you're going to do. This is real. This is something that grabs you and holds you. The Lord Jesus never lets you go. Now, let me say there, there may be here in this congregation true believers, maybe, I don't know, true believers. You truly believe in the Lord Jesus with all your heart, and you're here, and you've not followed the Lord in baptism. that speaking to you? Well, let me ask you this, are you right in neglecting this ordinance of Christ? No, you're not right, you're wrong. And what you must do is let it be known and obey the savior. No, baptism has nothing to do with your salvation. But it does have something to do, your fellowship with Christ and with his church. So you ought to do that. Don't hang back from doing what the Lord told you to do. Anybody like that? Oh, I'll talk to you after the service. If you want to admit that and say that's wrong, I want to rectify that. I'm trying to help you I'm not trying to report to the organization How many baptisms we had this year Because we ain't had many We've had all that the Lord gave That's how many And I believe that's these two right here for this year Maybe for last year too But we just wait on him And so Bill and Maggie said to me, in effect, they said what this eunuch said. They they didn't state it the same way, but they said it in another way. What doth hinder me to be baptized? They both asked me about that. And I said to them, in effect, I didn't say it in these same words, but I did say to them, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And they said, in effect, we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And they said a whole lot more than that. They talked about peace for the first time. And so what's the result? Well, in just a few minutes, we'll go down into the water together, just like Philip and the eunuch. They went down into the water together. And I'll baptize them. And even as this eunuch, what did he do? He went on his way rejoicing. They're going to do the same thing. And they'll be faithful and loyal to this congregation. As faithful as Job and sick kids and so forth will allow them. They won't let anything else get in the way. If they believe with all their heart. They'll worship and they'll love the word of God and they'll attend the worship of God and they won't let the world and things get in the way. And I'm telling you, if any of you have done that, things you've never believed with all your heart. But this, Bill said to me, this is the first time I've been at peace. May it ever be so for both of them. Be at peace. Because he is the Prince of Peace. What doth hinder me to be baptized? If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. Thou mayest.